You are listening to Mavelev's book, article, database, application, architectural approaches. Since my generator app is a database related to for data access code generation, maybe it is good idea to share my knowledge and at least in my opinion, some pros and cons of the different approaches when developing information-driven driven applications. Databases in most cases are not only separate processes in the operating system, they are whole fat systems that do the magic with the data. With the data. Indexing, sorting, ordering, transformations and so on. So, their user can search them fast, filter them, save or extract data from them. Some are easier to scale than others. Some provide basic types, other like Oracle database, for example, provide possibility to save, index, export, even custom data types like XML and JSON. In my experience, I have never seen a database exposed, exposed to the public internet, internet directly with a HTTP or socket or any other interface. Uh, this, uh, from one standpoint, is a good idea. The database is focused on the uh, processing of information. This principle is called separation of concerns. One component does only one job. On the data layer, on all modern databases, we are provided with built into the database system uh, opportunity for you to write application-specific code, triggers, procedures, and functions. From purely data point of view, this is the best option you can make. The database layer does load the data into memory or temporary space, but it manages it directly and doesn't transfer it out of the database system, out of the database application. More, it doesn't let out out of the database application more than the information that is requested. Minimal transfer of data means, in most cases, better performance. I've, I have had colleges that are write code exactly this way. What is needed for, for this uh, to be delivered to a non-technical user is just very simple user interface, desktop or web layer that just, just calls the appropriate functions. A cons of this approach is that the code is a little, bit, a little bit harder to test and maintain. You don't, you don't have full control on that data. You handle it to the database system. And it may be a good idea, it may be bad. It uh, may be easy to scale or it may be hard to improve and optimize. It uh, depends which database you chose which technologies you are using for the application or interface layer, and what is your business case, 
how much users you're expecting and so on. The second way of working with that data is focusing the logic into the application layer. You have to realize that is separate process of the operating system of the server. You have to minimize with limiting queries and caching methods the size of the information and the number of queries that are expected that are executed to a database. In my professional experience, I have seen several cases where sorting, filtering, or and uh, paging were executed in the memory of the application server. This caused slow response time for the client and the administrators of these systems uh, had to execute very frequent restarts. An architect or senior software developer should know the business case of his application. If you know your business case, you may uh, do some op optimization optimizations very early on on that and that will speed up the application and handle a lot of more a lot more requests with the same hardware on such optimization one such optimization is keeping the records in the memory this is if uh, you are using server software platform like java or dotnet where it handles the requests by thread by threads in a single process and not not by creating OS level processes on every request like PHP. Sending data from the RAM is the fastest. You should limit the amount of the data according to the business case because if uh, the records in the memory become millions and billions the server may fail. You have hardware restrictions. The RAM memory is usually more expensive and limited in size than the persistent storage. Other common pitfall, pitfall is executing a lot of queries to the database. When you, re when you retrieve a list of re records, you often need to query related objects. You should avoid executing n plus 1 queries in this case. One query for the list and n, query, n queries, one query for each record. Often these queries are hidden when using object relational mapping libraries or frameworks. But if you have a relation of type many-to-many -many, where the child relation is just IDs, you have, uh, I, I have found in my experience that it is good idea to separate to several queries. Executing two or three queries in a single request is not that much. Uh, with this approach, you can avoid loading a lot of duplicating data into memory and avoid memory overuse in the result set. When using application layer as primary one, you could append your own or third-party technology for caching the queries of some of the information. For example, some ORMs have second-level query layer built-in and that could be turned on without much coding. 
you could use third-party frameworks. I, for example, have used Apache Lucene for full text search. For uh, and if you know your data or design it like this, you could use caching systems, no SQL databases, or even dumping some big and so query result to a file. The data of my Britain application is handled this way by the Germans. And uh, you can serve the file statically and update the file in some not so small time interval.